five habits that make you feel incredible. Now, who doesn't want to feel incredible? Like how many of us don't feel so good? So today in the podcast, we're going to go into five things you could do right now to feel a ton better. Let's go. So often I'm asked exactly what we do at Mindful Muslima and what is currently going on. So here's an update on what's new at Mindful Muslima. Right now we have a wait list for our self-love class. If you have ever struggled with kind of everything about yourself, whether it's just internal, past trauma, body image, just loving yourself so that others could love you the way you deserve, this is when you're not going to want to miss. Link is below straight to my website that will take you to get on that wait list so you won't miss a beat. The second one is we have a free how to master your emotions class open right now you can go in if you've ever struggled with anger anxiety depression you just feel like a mess all over the place you need help or you just want to fix it so you can fix your relationships with people around you or overall health this is when you're not going to want to miss it's going to talk about your mind how it works and how to get control of those emotions for good and so inshallah that link is below for that free class also, we have a heart revival with Ustad Yahya Rabbi, beautiful Qari. Oh my goodness, subhanAllah. Heart touching just when he opens his mouth to recite, but he's going to give you the keys to get closer back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If your relationship with Allah and your deen has been struggling and you just need that motivational boost, this is going to be a huge one. And that is going to be in um, November and December, but you have to get on the wait list and we're going to give you the information. Link again is below. Lastly, we already started the book club the international book club that we do four times a year right now we're doing don't be sad with um Aydar Qarni and this book is so good and so many of you are in there and just a reminder Sundays 10 a.m if you're reading the book club don't miss the one this week all right let's get into the podcast let's do it hello assalamualaikum welcome back to the mindful muslima speaks podcast i'm your host mindful muslima mama five licensed educator of 25 plus years big khala auntie to the community here to help give you advice give you quick tips big motivation pick me up for your week inshallah ta'ala. maybe it's been a while since your mojo or your like motivation has been good and maybe you remember times in the past maybe even several years ago where you actually felt incredible I mean, hopefully, right? (laughs) Or a lot more incredible than you do right now. I feel like some of us at some point in our lives have had these little checkpoints where we remember feeling incredible for some reason. Now, either we're in a flow state where we're uninhibited by our social anxiety or maybe times where you just felt energetic, enthusiastic about life. Maybe you met a new person and they made you feel so good and motivated to take constructive action in your life. I mean, I feel like I finally entered a period where I feel good most days and that wasn't always the case. But I can say that there are things that took me here. Now, recently I've been starting to do a few things that have made me feel even better. And I live my life with even more energy, more enthusiasm towards all my work, my personal life. And overall, it just feels better to feel this way. So hopefully in this podcast, you guys are going to go through, if you're going through like a rough time or you want to enter into a period of your life where you just feel better on average and you're more enthusiastic to wake up in the morning, you want to feel like um, you have your mojo back or whatever you want to call it. Hopefully some of the things that I say today will help you get that way as well. Feel free to experiment. Just try one. 
try all five, like whatever works for you. And if it works or you feel good from it, definitely, definitely share this with another sister that could use it. And by the way, I have said this so many times, um, you guys are awesome and you're constantly leaving me absolutely amazing, amazing feedback and reviews. And if you haven't already, definitely, definitely leave me a review. I will shout out a sister every time I see a new review up. And I am going to shout out a sister today. This is for Selma. Um, she said, um, she said, my new constant, that's the name of her title, weird title I know, but perfectly describes what this podcast has become in my life. And that is a new constant. Every week and every day, I look forward to hearing from you and hearing what beautiful and inspiring advice you have to give. Mashallah, you're an incredible woman who I find so helpful and you give hope and inspiration to become better and start listening at a time where things were exactly what I needed. So jazakumallahu khairan. And that's what I mean. Thank you, Selma. So shout out to Selma. And that's what that's what I promised I would do. I would shout out sisters who leave me a review. If you want to be shouted out, definitely just click the review on pod, on the Apple podcast and, and leave one. And I'll pick up the next name or two and give y'all a shout out as well. But she is highlighting what I'm talking about here. You're at this point in your life where you just need to hear certain things. And that's what today's podcast is about some quick pick-me-up tips to get you to the next level inshallah so let's dive right in so number one step out very simple every morning i've been waking up at the same time every day and walking outside and smelling the fresh air i'm going to be totally honest i don't have to go do crazy things maybe you don't have a house maybe you have an apartment maybe it means opening up the window and sticking your head out obviously with hijab and alhamdulillah just getting that fresh air feeling the breeze on your face feeling the sunlight on your face you know what i'm talking about it just does wonders and bonus points like i said if the sun is shining or you see a bird fly by and just like let the hot sun beat down on your face I'm talking about, you know, letting yourself just feel that moment before you jump into the madness of the day. And I want to take this a step further. Sometimes I will go for a walk before I have my coffee. Like I just drink some water and go. If I feel like I really need the coffee that day, I'm not going to, you know, hold myself back. I'll drink my coffee. But just sometimes if I have kids, so what I do is I do with them too. And they instantly have better moods. Now, if you're a person who has to get up and go to work, that's okay. You could try this on a Saturday or Sunday morning, but just in general, like, like I said, taking a moment to just even, like I said, stick your head out the window before you go, catch the breeze, take five, 10 seconds, say, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, ya Allah, I'm setting my intention for the day. My point is nature is a shock for the body. And most of us don't get to have that walk, that moment with the sun on our face. We just dive straight into our phone, jump into the car, grab our stuff on our way wherever we need to go or we just go straight into any type of social media we just kind of miss that moment that brightens your day and can make all the difference it's just a little teeny window of time where I don't look at my phone and start thinking of things that I have to accomplish I can think of the people in my life that I want to spend time with I can think of the person I want to be I can be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a new day and an opportunity to restore order and contribute to my own life or my family or the rest of the world. Hopefully make a difference, right? So that moment to myself, and it sounds super cheesy, right? I know it. (laughs) I know it. But I mean, it would for me, if I didn't start doing these things, um, feel different because there were times when I didn't do these things. 
and I could feel the difference, right? Honestly, stepping outside of your house or like sticking your hand out the window, like, I mean, I get that people have apartments, right? And getting off the internet will do that to you. The internet makes you sad. Like if I could just be totally real, I'm not going to even get into what you're watching. It alone isolates you and gets you sucked into a vortex. Been there, right? And so you will start with a positive thought in your day if you don't start there. I encourage you not to pick up the phone. I have been guilty of it myself. I am not perfect. But at the same time, sometimes I have to look at it and I throw it. I literally talk to my phone. I'm like, no, I'm not picking you up. No. I'm really talking to myself, right? (laughs) Like, no, you know, because as soon as the alarm goes off for Fezzer, what happens? You either go back to sleep, right? People do that, right? (laughs) Hopefully not. Or if you are awake, you're like, oh, I have a message. Let me check it. Let me check this other message. Oh, what's happening in the world today? Apple News. Like, you just, like, you're like, and all of a sudden you're late for Fezzer anyway, even if you were up. You see, that's the shit thought. Or maybe if you're not up for Fezzer, you're already waking up late and then you already miss Fezzer but you want to check that notification or maybe if you got a message on Instagram or TikTok or, and you just go sucked in. So put the phone down, pray your fish, you know, fish your prayer, get the, get the sun on your face, make it a regular new habit. I'm telling you totally a game changer. Number one, number two, going to places that you want to go. And that leads very well to the next thing I've been doing, which is intentionally doing things and going to places that elevate my mood. Most of us feel like we don't have control over our time. Our life sucks. We're just at a whim. We're chasing deadlines, you know, whether it's papers or tests we have to do. If you're a uni student, if you're a mom, it's just like kids and nappies and just like the house being trashed or it's like job and you have to make these deadlines and I have commuting and I have to pick up stuff at Target and like whatever it is that you're doing, you're running all around. So this one sounds really obvious, but I think it's, it's so important in our life because every single day we'll go to work, we'll come home, we'll sit on a computer, we'll tend to do the things that we've always done, and we slowly, slowly become more cynical. We start to think, what's the point? You know, what's the point of doing this and that? What's the point of, you know, me, you know, living like this or going to work? We start to feel, what's the point of even being social anymore? Because like my life is such a mess. And then we don't join things. We don't, you know, um, like for me, it was Quran, right? I wanted to learn certain things with Tajweed and fix my Quran recitation or learn in the surah. And I, I just wouldn't. Or I wanted to just like take a cool class that I saw online or just whatever it was. But I'm like, oh, what's the point? I'm not going to get to finish it. But so much of what I realized is I wasn't making space to do things that made me feel good, that made me happy to be alive other than just taking care of responsibility, you know? And so it's important that you do things. And it could be like for me and for myself and my, my family, I was like, pause we're going to go take a bicycle ride on the beach this Saturday. Like we need to stop the train. Like people need to enjoy. Now I haven't hung out with, for example, some of my family for a long time. So I said, oh my gosh, this is horrible. Let me go hang out with my sister or let me go. Like, for example, um, I recently went camping with my sister. Did I have time to do that? Not really. It really wasn't. I had to kind of rush things on a Thursday, Friday to finish and delay things to a Monday. But I was like, gosh, if I don't see my sister, if I don't sit with my family, if I don't take my kids here, what am I doing? I'm not living. And so with no time crunch, I had to smash and smash things to the right and left to fit in that wedge of time. And I was like, 
it's going to happen. So once or twice a month, I do this. If I could do it as a mom and a wife and five kids and doing Mindful Muslima and saving the world with my big cape, right? <laughs> it's hard. If it was up to me, I'd do more. But here's the thing too. We have to also learn, and this is once for the mom, you have to learn that you can't do it all. So for example, here at Mindful Muslima, I don't pull all the strings. I have beautiful, strong women that are in charge of different departments and I empower them and I let them be. And if I did my job with them well, and I trained them, and I helped them, and I supported them, then I need to close my eyes and let them do their job. We have check-ins. We meet each other. We, we know what's going on once or twice a week. But then I need to let it go. It's the same thing with our kids, with our husband. At some point, we have to say, I can't be the only one in the house who finds all your socks, right? That's just like too much for me. I can't be the one who always puts your lunchbox on the table. At some point when the kids get old enough, we have to train the moms to do these things on their own. And there's no mom guilt in this. We're giving them life skills. Things like this are really important. And if you don't have kids yet and you're like, what are you talking about? I don't find anybody's socks. I can't even find my own. <laughs> then I get you too, right? But that's the thing. We need to get to this point where we're not doing it all. And that starts really unconsciously and it gets overwhelming once we're moms and stuff. So just a heads up if you're not a mom or if you are a mom. But it's so funny because everyone can kind of relate to what I'm saying in, in that regard. Because when we go back to the same thing we've always done and we've just the same life and just do it. Like why don't we implement anything in our life that we love more often. So many women tell me they don't know their purpose. They don't know what they want to do. But that's because we're not doing anything we want to do. We literally live by the schedule of our boss or by our kids and our husband needing you know whatever they need. There has to be some point where we put our hand up and we're like, look, Saturday at three o'clock, I'm going for a walk on the beach with my friend because I need to keep myself mentally sane, you know, whatever. And don't pencil that in, pen that in, make it and then schedule around it. Maybe it's time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Maybe it's time with the Quran. But the point is, something that you love, you got to put it in. Number three is self-care. Now, a lot of you guys know we just started. We, no, tomorrow, tomorrow we open registration to the, like you may have been on the wait list already. So the point of the wait list, if you were on our self-love wait list or you were on our, maybe our wait list to get on for the Estes class or something. Anytime I have a wait list, what it is is you put your name on because we're going to inform you first person that gets the word when registration is open because sometimes we'll have a formal registration sometimes we just give you a link to something that opened and we're good but the point is tomorrow opens the registration for the self-love workshop so if you've been on put on you're like oh yeah i'm definitely I'm on that wait list good we're gonna give it to you straight up the link you're gonna get it right away but if you're not then get on that wait list it's down below or jump make sure by tomorrow instagram check my stories you can click the link or whatever you just dm me and get you inside because the next thing number three is self-care most of us are not doing that we're not taking care of ourselves and that's why we feel so not good once again right so let's recap what i've talked about so far number one just getting out of the cubicle the house the car the the, the office the, the, your bedroom, like whatever. We need sunlight. We need, it does wonders for the soul. Number two, okay, number two. What was it? Let's see if you can remember. Going to places you love, doing something you love, 
Don't crush yourself. I couldn't do what I used to do when I was 20. You know, when I was 20, I used to do this every day. Don't do that. That's, that's your, that's your bad, bad negative thinking from poor programming from before and what's, what's of shit thought. It's okay. You're living a different life now. So that might mean once or twice a month only. Even if you get once a month going on, at least get that going on. Don't make nothing. Don't have nothing to look forward to in November. Don't have nothing to look forward to in December. Don't do that. Pen it in for yourself. So self-care. The third thing I've been doing even more that's helped me feel incredible is I've started putting more effort into my appearance and the way I care for my body. Now, self-care is not just physical, by the way. It's also emotional. So like, for example, I said tomorrow starts the self-love workshop. You don't love yourself. You don't care for yourself. They go hand in hand. We're going to tell you how to love yourself. It's the whole workshop. It's, a, it's three days, but it actually is starting earlier because we're giving bonuses out, prizes. By the way, a lot of people really, really like them because in our workshops and challenges, we give away a lot of free courses, like entire um, courses that we have in our school. People like have always wanted to join our Muslim marriage lab. or this, And then we're like, Okay, we're giving them away for free. Ramadan's coming up. I have entire Ramadan recharge program access where I mentor people entire Ramadan. Like we give them away for free. So FYI, when you're in there, you also can get those too. So those are, if you, if you suck at motivation, we've given it to you because we know that helps. You get me? So inshallah, that's there. And so I put more effort into my appearance lately and physically because I have some um, past injuries. I made my husband... <laughs> go and fix the, um, you might've heard from past back when I had family over, fix the plumbing in the bathtub so that I could take warm bath, not warm, like warmer than warm, like nice baths with bubbles. And I got myself one of those like wood things from Amazon that you could put across the bathtub. And I put my book there and I don't take my phone because everybody can wait for my 10 to 20 minute bath. Cause I haven't, cause we just take a fast shower and go. I'm like, no, I'm going to relax. I even got myself a little head thing where I could put my head back on it. And I told my husband, I don't care if you and the kids watch a movie for 10, 20 minutes, leave me alone. <laughs> I need to do this. And I bought these really cool bath salts. They're not Epsom salt. It's something else with minerals. That's really good for rejuvenation. So I'm mentally saying, giving myself a little mini vacation for 10 to 20 minutes. And I used to say to myself, oh my gosh, a warm, hot bath. That sounds so like far off. How am I ever going to, I'm like, you know what? It's happening. Guys, I'm taking a bath and I have to do it when my husband's around because that way no one kills anyone and I don't have to run out the bathroom naked, right? Like I already know they're being taken care of and there's no emergency. And I made a one-to-one with my husband where I'm like, look. I really need to start taking more care about something, something with my injury or my this. And he was like, yeah, do it. No problem. So at the end of the day, even if you don't have the support of your husband, maybe there's your mom in the house or maybe there's auntie or sister, like whatever. But the point is we need to create that it's okay for us to do that. And so I have. And you know, if you buy a new car, you get a fancy house, you get a nice dog, you know, people compliment you. You know, these things don't make you a better person. They're just possessions. What are we doing that we're bringing into our life other than things that are going to make us feel good? You know, if you're feeling really bad about yourself and you have no self-esteem or low self-esteem, buying a t-shirt, buying a purse, spending on a new hijab, a really cool whatever iPhone stuff probably isn't going to help you. Yes, it feels amazing at the moment when you put in the cart. Yes, it feels amazing as you watch the UPS guy or whatever guy, um, Aramex guy, approach your door to drop your package. You're like, woo, it's here today. I get it. That adrenaline, that dopamine hit. But you know it drops right after. I'm talking about long-term feeling good all the time. 
all the time. It's just a distraction, right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that this world is just, just full of distractions. So the choices we make for those things are great. Do them for yourself once in a while, but make more investments in yourself that will help you long-term. For example, if you have low self-esteem and you don't really love yourself, that feeling, having that feeling of loving yourself and feeling good, that is a long-lasting feeling that will help you to have better choices in relationships, in friendships, and how you spend your time, being a people pleaser or not, telling people yes or no, it will give you so much clarity on where you need to go next in your life because you're not influenced on what other people think about you. You don't care about making everybody else happy and not yourself. Just loving yourself and knowing how to love yourself and have self-esteem alone is life-changing. That's why we're doing the workshop, right? So at the end of the day, you have to choose to make that choice. It's so much easier to press a button on Amazon than it is to just sit for 20, 30, 40 minutes to learn about how to love yourself. But I think it's clear that the impact is lifetime as opposed to like the quick purchase that we end up throwing away or the new iPhone comes out and it's obsolete, right? Number four, restore order. Okay, so the fourth thing I've been doing to keep um, is keeping a list to restore order. So in my notes on my phone, um, you know, I, I call this order. I have a giant inventory of all the main domains of my life and it could be restoring order in my physical surroundings, my bedroom, my office, my habits, my finances, whatever, my basement. How are those, you know, my social life, my spiritual life? I really kind of flesh out each category of my life and what criteria I have in order to figure out if there's order. So this might seem like obsessive, but I feel like there's self-improvement in this that is making its way. And it's it's something also, and I, I gave a nod to it last podcast, that I'm coming up with like a, a life balance course. And that's because so many of us feel out of order. And I'm going to give this analogy inside the course. So I'm going to give you a sneak, tape, uh, sneak peek here. I want you to imagine burners, like, you know, on the, on the, um, on the oven. And you have the burners. If I turn them all on, you'll see them each burning, hopefully equally. And the gas that is going to them is happening equally. But each burner, I want you to imagine, is a different aspect of your life. Work, health, family, spirituality, what have you. We could put different buckets in each different burner, right? Different areas of our life. But here's the thing. Most of us, our burners are not running evenly. We don't have any balance in those things. We're usually burning the work burner way too hard and burning burning the self-love one way too low or self-care or health way too low. And it's out of sorts. So what I do is just keeping an order or a list. And by the way, like I said, these things that I use, I don't just do it on my phone, actually. I have tons of templates and things that I use that I'm going to be giving away to women inside of that um, that mini course. But and you're welcome, welcome to be a part of all those and get them. But the point is you have to have some form of a system where you're keeping track. When I do that, I feel like I'm in control. I don't look at them and feel sorry for myself. Oh my gosh, look at my hot mess of my finances. Oh, that really needs to check. No, I look at it like, all right, here I am. I'm the CEO of my life. Other than Allah spend with that, right? <laughs> Let's not forget. Maybe we're the vice president, <laughs> you know? But we're there making sure things go. And if I constantly have my eye on where things are and where they're not, it's so much easier to feel like I have a control on something. And then when we feel a little bit more in charge or in control, obviously after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ultimately in control, but like we have some you know, bearings on it. 
it doesn't make us feel so anxious. And when we don't feel so anxious, we don't feel so overwhelmed. We actually feel okay. All right, I'm moving along, moving the needle in that. And if you're a person who struggles with that, like I said, I'm here. Call me, free calls. We have everything. I just want you guys to know we're not suggesting and throwing things out in the wind that we don't have help for if you don't want, but we just want to call it out there that these are things that help. So number four is to restore order. When you've thought through this list of things and you can restore order to check those boxes, you feel good. You feel proud of your existence. You could put your head on the pillow at night and feel good. Most of us don't. We run away from our list because they're long and we never check anything off of them, right? But that's because our system's broken. If you just fix your system, it'll be great. And if you don't know how to fix your system, once again, help is on the way. Coming, I think, towards December. But what we want to say now is you're always welcome to start with the basics, which is feeling like you're loving yourself. That's why we're starting tomorrow. So you're always welcome to join that. And I put all the links always in the description box, but you could always um, DM me on Instagram or whatever. But at the end of the day, the point is you got to take a step somewhere because at least if you love yourself, then you'll want to do other things. You're like, all right, I'm worth it. I I deserve this, right? And so number five is exercise. And I know I left that for last because I know nobody wants to hear that one, but let me just be real. My husband and I, about three weeks ago, we were noticing that we were feeling pretty horrible. Every night we were like, we're so tired. We're so tired. We're so tired. And we weren't going to bed way later than usual. We have a general bedtime. You guys know my evening routine, okay? So if you go on YouTube, you can literally see my evening routine. It's the same every day. However, you know, seasons change, there's weather, there's rain, there's snow, it's different than in the summer and prayer times are later or earlier, we get it. We were just feeling like, ugh. And when we looked at it, we were like, we are going to the gym because we do go to the gym regularly, like four or five times a week together. And we have, we purposely pick a, a way to work out where we have someone to watch our kids. We literally don't compromise. It's the thing we do together for ourselves, for each other, to stay looking good for each other to stay healthy for a less spending with that and maintain our body. These are all in a manna. My marriage is in a manna. My body is in a manna. We literally make the intention together. And that's the cool thing about having a life partner that you choose by the Quran and Sunnah, right? I've, I've told you guys this several times. When you choose the right person, they make it so easy for you to live easier. But when you choose somebody who you're constantly fighting with and feeling like bad about and they're the source of your problems, it makes you feel alone. And I know that too. Because I told you, Went through a divorce, learned the right way to get married, got married that way. Happy ending. It really is. And I mean, at the end of the day, there's no perfect marriage. People have problems. But my point is I have a life partner that wants to grow with me. And if you don't have it right now, I don't want you to feel bad about that. I'm just telling you, we have things to support that too. Like that's my point. Everything I say, I don't keep it a secret. You can know exactly what I'm talking about and how I did it. And I want you to have an easier time than me because mine was really hard. (laughs) Like there was a lot of crying. There was a lot of like really bad crying. So like, for example, if you're married, married, we have a married boost course, marriage boost course. Can't talk today. Didn't drink all the coffee. Just being real. Been a busy day. (laughs) Marriage boost course in our um, school where we, if you're already in a marriage and you want to make it better, you want to have loving connection, you could work on it, right? It's there. Another thing is if you haven't found a guy yet and you want to find a guy like what I'm talking about, we teach that Muslim Marriage Lab in our school. I'll put a link below, like I said, for our website. We have free classes and courses and a whole bunch of stuff. Don't hold back. I mean, 
improve your life right but exercise is really important so we were like looking at each other my husband and I we were like oh my gosh we feel bad like what's the deal we're going to the gym he's like can we be real with ourselves he's like we're not really working out that hard lately is it just me or do you feel like you're being super lazy at the gym I'm like yeah we are and we realized we kind of like almost cut out all our cardio and we realized that we were eating later than usual because something with my child's schedule and we took back that totally changed the way we felt. Now we're energized. We feel good. That's why sometimes you, you hear me on here and I'm like, woo. It's because really when you exercise, it changes the blood flow in your body and it changes your mood. But here's the problem. They say like the chicken before the egg, people get stuck in their head. They're like, oh, hmm, I feel like garbage. So I don't want to work out. I know working out made me feel better, but I feel so much like I don't feel good that I can't get myself to do that. And that's the thing. Let me just be honest. You need to do it. You just need to jump on and do it. It's not, you're never going to feel good enough to go to the gym. Like nobody ever feels, you just got to do it. And I would say to, to get a fair assessment of your energy change, don't stop before three weeks. If you do it consistently for three weeks, don't do off on, off on and wonder why it didn't work. Three weeks, just commit to only three weeks of your life. You will see the difference. Plus you're going to start to look better that'll ultimately make you feel better, right? Like, oh, look at me. My jeans fit better. Hopefully they're under an abaya, right? <laughs> just saying. Or a very long tunic. But you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to feel good, right? Oh, my my other, I don't want to talk about other clothing we have where like muffin tops and things fall over. You know, like, you know what we have going on, right? Things happen. We are, we're, we're going through things. But at the end of the day, the point is you start to feel better about that too. That increases your confidence, and then your confidence increases your self-esteem and self-love, all related, all happening because you went to work out. See, these are all related, so this is awesome. So five things I talked about today that make you feel incredible that I've been doing even more of and feeling so good and wanted to share with you. Number one was stepping out, getting out every single morning in that morning air, sunshine, whether it's physically stepping out, taking a walk, or just sticking your head out the window of your apartment do your thing. Number two, going places you love. Do stuff you want to do. I don't care what your schedule is. Fit it in. You deserve it. It's important. And when you feel good, everything else is going to feel better that you don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Number three, self-care. I talked about physical self-care. I talked about baths. You know that's not all that it is. It's very much related to self-love. I told you tomorrow we're starting the workshop. You get on in there and you get feeling better and we've got you covered. We have all the steps. We have cute little workbooks. We have everything. We have free courses and things we're giving away. Be a part of the action. Don't do it alone. Number four, restore order. Keeping track of what's going on in your life. I know we want to run away from our bank accounts. We don't want to look at all the Starbucks that we bought last week or whatever it is that you spend your money on on Amazon Prime or whatever else that's your thing. Um, but you, you got to take a look because otherwise it gets out of control. And oftentimes we have things out of whack. We have too much, I told you, of the burner for work going and too little of the self-love or the health. And we got to put things back in order. Only we can do those and getting a look at them makes us feel in control and it helps us feel better. The last one is exercise. Talk to you about just now how just exercising can get you all the way to higher levels of self-esteem, confidence, and just feeling good and feeling like you could tackle the day and not want to run away from it. And that is absolutely huge. So during these crazy times, I just make sure that I am taking care of myself. And these are five things you could do right now. Maybe you can't do all five. Just pick one. Just pick two. Whatever works for you. And take action 
starting today. And if it's nighttime over there, starting tomorrow first thing. All right. Love y'all for the sake of Allah. Don't forget to click the links below to get access to all the cool stuff we have going on right now. You were meant to hear this. This is absolutely meant for our women because our women deserve support and we want to be here for you. By the way, last one. I will say this here. We are starting our uh, Khadija initiative. We have this absolutely amazing thing that we're doing for women all over the world. And it's called the Khadija initiative. And it is all about building Khadijas all over the world. So inshallah, in the next podcast, I'll give you a little hint on that. But look forward to an absolutely amazing program to give even more resources to women worldwide to make our ummah even stronger and have women of impact. Awesome. Love you. Talk to you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.